Welcome back to another episode of the Mortgage Marketing Podcast. And in this episode, we are looking at customer-focused ideas for mortgage brokers. That's right, customer-focused ideas so that you can build your impact and income. This is actually still part of the 80 marketing, so mortgage marketing, says marketing marketing tips on the screen, but it's part of the 80 mortgage marketing tips. And so this is, like I said, the pay, the, the structure, which is customer focused ideas. We're going to break this down in this episode. It's how you can understand how to do it. But first, let's run the intro. You're listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland. The show that helps mortgage brokers create impact and income by mastering content marketing. Let's dive straight into it. So welcome back. Like I said, we're going to be diving straight into customer-focused ideas for mortgage brokers so you can build your impact, your income, and just start to make more money. The very first tip when it comes to this is to actually, funnily enough, be customer-focused. Might sound silly, might sound like, why am I even, you know, saying that? That seems very obvious, but it's not very obvious from all of the brokers that I've spoken to over the years and all the, you know, people in that space. It's mad, actually, that if the amount of people who are not customer focused and actually instead are sale focused or income focused, that the customer themselves is just a means to an end. This is not going to be a good long term move because when you do this, you're telling yourself that the customer is the most important thing. And then you're scoring yourself against the income. You, you're, you're doing one, you're saying one thing and doing another. It's not going to work that way. So when instead of that, try and flip that focus and focus on trying to deliver the best outcome for your customer. Funnily enough, if you do that, you will see a, a change in your marketing. You'll see a change in your overall sales. Things will change when you focus on the customer themselves. The next thing to think about, like I said, is long-term relationships. So with mortgages and the way that you work, you know, someone's going to be in their house for a long time. And over that time period, you want them to come back from you time and time again and buy time and time again. That's what you want. You don't want somebody to just use you, go into their two-year fixed rate, five-year fixed rate deal, whatever it may be, and then never see you again. And by the way, there's a lot of brokers that do that. But instead, you want to focus on long-term relationships. And how you can do that is lots of different ways. There's things like using social media, adding your clients, and engaging with your clients on social media, keeping up to date with them, having newsletters, whatever it may be, but building on this long-term relationship and understanding the total value of that client. Because that client, as their life changes, could be a, you know, a, a wills, if, you, if you're doing wills or referrals for wills, it could be, you know, in, like insurance, if you're doing insurance or referring insurance, it, it could be wealth, you know, pensions, things like that. If you're doing that, the value of your customer, the long-term relationship value of them is very, very high if you focus on that. However, if you just leave it to the side and ignore it, then realistically, you're not going to get much from it. You're just going to have this revolving door. And that, by the way, is the biggest issue with many of the corporate companies because they teach us that. They teach us very much that so you sit in an estate agency and it's okay because people are always going to come through the front door. Then they go self-employed and wonder why it's not the same. And so you've got to keep that in mind. Next one to do is manage your customer database. So managing and having a CRM system that you actually use is vital, absolutely vital. And the amount of people that I have spoken to over the years, both being a broker and also in this role as well, and when I was an estate agent, if I'm honest, was crazy 
how many people actually didn't manage this. They don't understand. They don't have control of the database. If you have been given a CRM by your by your network, which you will have, use it. It is a marketing money making machine. People, you need to be able to look at your clients and go, "Yep, yeah, that's who they are." Now, I myself, I work with thirty clients every any given time. So the way that I have, I have a CRM system, and I manage my clients through that CRM system. There's only thirty. I have two. I have my prospects and like course clients, the so people who've bought the mortgage the mortgage broker blueprint, mortgage marketing blueprint, um, and then I have my coaching consulting clients that go through a very different CRM. But I know what they're all up to at any given time so that I can then ask them about their situation. This is important. And I would never be able to do this if it wasn't for the database. Seeing what my clients are up to and knowing and keeping track of them, notes on the files, all that stuff, very, very important. Because especially as a broker, you will not remember half the stuff that these people are telling you. So make sure to do that. The next one is collect customer feedback. So testimonials, video testimonials, written testimonials, just testimonials and feedback in general, very, very important. So testimonials are good for social. We will be picking up on those later. They're really good for people, you know, scrolling through social media and looking for you and stuff like that. But we will unpack them a little bit later. However, when it comes to feedback, actually asking your clients what they, you know, what their actual feedback is and maybe what are their pain points really, really great. And I'll tell you why, because for me, I use it a lot where I am then able to find the language. I'm more interested in the language people are using. I'm more interested in the language that my ideal client is using. So I can then mirror that language in my marketing. For example, the mortgage broker blueprint, mortgage mortgage marketing blueprint. I'm so I'm tired today. The mortgage marketing blueprint that, you know, I use words like, do you feel like you're winging it? Do you feel like you lack a process? Those are all words that I was using because I got direct customer feedback from what do you feel? How do you feel about your situation when you start? And they all said, I feel like I'm winging it. I feel like I don't have a process or a plan. That is why I created an advert like this, which allowed me then to actually tailor. And it works and converts, allows me to tailor it to their needs. For example, like this. Do you feel like you're winging it with your marketing and business process? Well, we have your back. The Mortgage Marketing Blueprint has been created to give you a step-by-step process that maximizes your chance of lead generation, client referrals, and online brand awareness. Use code MMP15 for 15% off and start taking control of your brand now. Let's get back to the show. You see how in that video and in that in that little little ad then I used the language that I'm on about. Now I didn't know that words, process, you know, impact, lead generation. I didn't I obviously I did know because I've done this industry a long I've been in the industry a long time, but like I as in in the, the, the marketing the marketing and well naturally the, the property industry in general. But I am aware of those things and I by using that language it's converted better. So think about that. The next one is empower your customers. So I am a big advocate of giving, and me and Carla Edwards actually spoke about this recently on one of her on her show, Inside Insurance. We were talking about how you should empower your clients to feel like they are part of the process and that they're part of the decision making. That's going to give them more um, ownership of what they're doing. So she was saying with her insurance clients, she makes sure that every client that that is on there 
they understand why they took it and they and, and the decision is theirs together. It's not just an advisor saying, you're going to do this. It's tell me why, what about this, and empowering the customer to be part of the decision. When you do this, this is a great psychology trick because what you're doing is bringing them along for the ride. So what they're now doing is that decision that they've made, especially with your insurance, especially with your with your like fixed rates, with markets being how they are right now, you need your customer to know exactly why they've done it. And so customer-focused service, focusing on how your customer is going to understand and be involved in the process instead of just going, yeah, there you go. How many of you genuinely just send an email and just be like, yeah, this is what you need. There you go, done. Instead of asking them, getting to know them, guiding them through the process and asking them to take the steps and you just go, no, maybe not there, maybe not there. That will increase your likelihood of referral. It will increase your likelihood of, of any insurance sticking it's a big one. So think about that. You need to really empower your customer if you want them to to um you know to, to really rave become raving fans about your service. And they're the ones that are gonna do the referral marketing that is gonna be great. The other thing is create a strong community. If you're a local broker, you're working in a local area, then create a community of people who actually want to be around you. Now you can do this using social media. Social media is a great place for community, but you can do this local as well, like I said. Now, community is hard to build. Don't think that your community is going to just be built by a you know, mortgage Facebook group about your business and giving mortgage tips because it won't. There's, it's not. Community has to be built around something. So if you're local, probably you should check out the episode I talk about um, with the, how to use podcasting for introducers like to land introducers. That is one of the best ways about building community in your local area within the property space. Think about this. Sponsor local fates. Think about being a pillar in the community of your of your village, of your town, whatever it may be. People will then refer you all the time. I've seen this happen time and time again. Like where I live here, an estate agent did it, and literally within about a year, he took over pretty much 80% of the market share in the local area within a year because he just dived all into community. He was a local guy and he just smashed it. Matt Giggs, his name is. And he's a, he's a wonderful estate agent and an absolute machine. And he did it. He did it. And it was awesome. So we can all do it. Next thing is get testimonials. Like I said, we we're going to touch on this later, like later, but get testimonials from happy customers. Video testimonials are probably the best ones because they're, they're them. They're actually them talking a mixture of both. Now, little tip for video testimonials that we've been working on with a client right now that he, he, he recommended it to me. So it's not, my idea, but it is very good. And it's going to be my idea now is, um, he actually upped his mortgage fee to so increased his mortgage fee by a hundred pounds and then offers a hundred pound discount. If they send him a video testimonial, this is really good because it is worth its weight in gold. It's worth a lot more than a hundred pound to you because the more video testimonials you have, the more social proof you have, the more people will actually want to work with you. So really think about how can you incorporate video testimonial into your marketing and into your client's journey because that is very customer focused you'll see on my on my instagram there's like a thing that says coaching and if you click on coaching i'm building out there's there's some videos there that and i have i have about 50 videos that i need to post up i'm not doing them all at one hit but like you will see that build out slowly with with customer testimonials that are video based very very important and it's something that i'm really trying to look at now also think about your customer support. This is a big sales one that the big boys have. 
the big, you know, the big, the big leagues. Customer support. Do you have any customer support? If you are too busy, let's say right now, this could be a bad move for you as a mortgage broker. If you are too busy to be dealing with your customers, maybe you need an administrator, somebody who is customer focused and dealing with people's inquiries and dealing with people's people's questions. Because the busier you get, the the more balls you could potentially drop. And that's not a good idea for you. So instead, making sure that you have someone who's focused on customer support depends on the size of your of your business. Like I said, this series is about just laying down every idea. That's what this series is about, laying down every idea that's out there. And then from that idea, you can pick and choose like a toolbox. You're not doing all 80, but we're just talking about them roughly. And then people can ask questions about them and we can dive into it. But customer support you're too big and you can't deal with your customers, you definitely need to think about potentially bringing someone in. And on that one, you want to then make sure you hire a customer centric employee. So don't, if you know, if you're going to, if you're going to hire somebody and you hire an administrator, you want customer support, you hire an administrator who's someone who's really good on the computer, but really, and like good at putting in stuff and like, you know, and, and very analytical driven. If they are going to be then the front facing for your customer, this is what I see in brokers all the time. It happens with solicitors as well. You know, it's that computer says no type person. And you're like, shut up. Just get off the bloody phone. You need people who are good with people who are going to be your front front facing. If they're good with people and they're going to be the person who picks up the phone, happy days. If they're not good with people, don't get them to pick up the phone. That's not a good move. Sometimes you might be the person who's good with people. So exactly the same in my, with my line of work is that, you know, me and my wife work together, but for me, I'm the person, she's good with people as well, but I'm the person who's customer centric because that's my, my skill set. But hire people if you want to hire and, and you need that, 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 um, uplift, hire someone who, you know, has got experience in customer service or they're good with people or, you know, they're listening to the, the right type of podcasts, whatever it may be that you want to do to find that person, try and find the right person. Don't just think that, you know, that, that, that it's going to be as simple as going, yeah, okay. You can do and you can speak on the phone to people because they we have it all the time. Rude people on the phone. And it's not that they're rude, it's that they're their their skill set doesn't lie maybe in social skills in the way that it would lie in other places. And so don't try and be that square peg round hole scenario with your clients, with, with your with your hires. So up next in the next part of this series is social media marketing. So we've done pricing, we've done promotion, we've done um We've done email, I think. We've done pricing. We've done email. We've done content. We're now moving into social media. So be sure to check out this one. I do love this series. As I said, this series is available on a playlist on YouTube and also is back-to-back on the podcast right now. So just listen to the next one and you'll find it. But we are purely focusing on trying to get um, all of the ideas out on the table so that any new brokers or any new to my content can jump on this playlist and find them straight away. There you go. If you've enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe and I'll see you in the next one. You've been listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland. If you've enjoyed the show, then be sure to leave a review and share it with a friend right now. 